Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to episode 8, I think, of a uh, second look uh, at wedding filmmaking, a second look wedding, a second look at wedding filmmaking podcast or something like that. My, the name's, I think the name's cool, but it's a long one, I gotta admit. <laughs> it's a little bit long, it's sort of like the, the show... Uh, Comedians and cars getting coffee. Like <laughs> everyone always makes, everyone always says these funny things. Like cars, uh, you know, c- cars driving with comedians, um, and then coffee. Or, you know, <laughs> they just, they just, uh, you know, some things are too long. This one's probably too long. Anyway, hey, how's it going? I hope you're good. I hope all all three of you guys are good. Um, and, uh, you know, whatever. This one's going to be uh, not much of a, a main focus. I'm just going to rant and rave and and talk. Because that's what this whole podcast is about. It's more of a two filmmakers getting together for a beer kind of vibe. It's not, hi everybody, today I'm going to teach you about lenses <laughs> and exposure and I don't know, those are cool, but I don't want it to be that way, I don't, you know, the education part of it. If you get something out of what I talk about, cool, but I never want to be this, like, advice guy. Because I just don't have enough confidence and self-esteem, <laughs> if I was really honest with you. Um, anyway, I, I was going to tell a few stories about my DJ experiences the past um, two weeks. Uh, I had a wedding uh, f- four days ago, whatever. Then I had a wedding, you know, the Saturday prior to that. And both of those have been almost record-breaking DJ horror stories. You know, there's no reason they're, you know, two, two back-to-back. It's just, you know, I just happen, they just happen to be back-to-back. So I've had a rough two weeks with DJs. Um, actually not getting fights with them because I, I am I'm, a, I'm polite as it gets. I'm... I mean, I am like I, I'm a kill him with kindness kind of guy. Like I won't be fake and cheesy, but I'll just say, "Hey, how's it going?" It's great. And if the DJ is just not having it with me, I'll still just be polite. But uh, I stew. You can call me a stewer. I stew in my brain about how much the dick the DJ is, and uh, I'm a Mr. Grudge Master is what I am. I'll, I'll hold that shit forever. <laughs> I'll do I'll do a wedding with Captain Douchebag DJ in six years, and I'll remember every single moment that he was a douchebag to me, and I'll I'll sadly you know be bitter even though it's been six years. It's horrible character trait. I I concede entirely. Yeah, totally, just a bad. Anyway, but I'll always be nice. So that's kind of. I guess to my detriment, if I, if I, you know, I should stand up for myself. Um, speaking of standing up for yourself, so, all right, so two weeks ago, or whatever, you know, two, two weddings ago, I'll say, uh, yeah, had this DJ, he was like really nice, and, and that's the irony to this story, is he was really, really, really freaking nice, and cool, and just kind, and and he wasn't thoughtful because he was like a 20-year-old, you know, tw- 24. And he, so he had that kind of 20s, early 20s selfishness, you know, just 
pumping through his veins. <laughs> and e- even when I was 22, I hated these people. I was just like, oh, my God, I hate you guys. Like, it's all about you and your little lifestyle of whatever it is you're living. And you, you, you can't think any farther than yourself. I just I hate these guys. But he was nice. So almost to the borderline cheese dick nice, though. Like, like ugh. So that's great and all. So the story isn't actually with him drama. Like I was saying, I'm real nice, but it was the fact that I was too nice. I guess that's my problem. So he was being really nice, and then the ceremony happened, went fine. Um, And then cocktail hour starts, and apparently, you know, this was a weird thing with him, is he booked himself as the DJ and the musician for the band. So he played first dance, he played cocktail hour, um, you know, thanks to my supermanness but i'll get to that <laughs> um anyway it was kind of weird that the dj was also playing all the music like live music like he had an acoustic guitar and a microphone and so his guitar died and his nine volt battery that powers his pickups or whatever and his acoustics were you know died so he needed a nine volt but this this wedding was in the middle of nowhere we were in a vineyard in a mountain hill and virtually almost, you know, you probably, we thought for a while there wasn't a store within 40 minutes from where we were. Um, and so, you know, he, he's freaking out. And I, I feel for him, you know, and I'm like, if I'll, I'll like, you know, at cocktail hour, I, I had a slight downtime. It was kind of the whole day, the only time of the whole day where I was like, dude, I don't really have anything to do right now. You know, those times and you feel guilty for it. I hate those times where you where you have this downtime, and you don't know if you sh- if this is like you, I always wonder. Little side thing here, sorry, but it is funny. Um, I always wonder like how. I always wonder what other videographers do when I'm not doing anything. It's the Saturday. It's the Saturday syndrome, <laughs> like um. Jerry Seinfeld said in one episode, he was like, "Why do I feel like everyone else is doing, doing so much, so much more fun things than me on a Saturday afternoon?" <laughs> He's like, "Meanwhile, I'm stuck here in a, in a mall parking lot with you guys or something." But it is sort of that thing in 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 the other way, where when I have downtime at a wedding, and there's gonna be some downtime after 13 hours of a day there's going to be some point where you just kind of sit and just stare at a tree and, <laughs> and, but every time I do that, I feel guilty and I, I, I fucking hate that. I have so much guilt over that. And, and cause I feel what would a, a quote unquote pro do? Cause you know, people could, ar- you could argue whether I'm a pro or not. I, I guess I am. All right. All right. I'll say it. I'm a pro, but I don't know. <laughs> but I do wonder, I'm always like, I'm like, okay, it's downtime for me, but I'm not making any sort of strides with it. I'm not making, taking advantage of it and creating something creative with the wedding at all. Instead, I'm just sitting in a corner and just like thinking about random stuff. So I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. So. Okay, sorry, little major little detour for you. Anyway, 
during the cocktail hour when his guitar broke, the DJ's guitar broke, and he needed a battery, it was my downtime. So I thought, and he was being so friendly and nice at first. I thought, hey, cool. I'll be nice guy. You know, I'll just, I was like, hey, man, if, if you need me to go get a, find a battery, I can maybe, you know, do that. And he was just like, oh, would you do that for me, man? Oh, that would be so great. Let's see. And, you know, the planner got together or the coordinator and we all found out there was this just like shag country store five miles away or something. And it was, it was just, <laughs> I mean, they were, they were just selling candy bars and liquor. Like <laughs> that was about it. Um, and yeah, so I was like, all right, sure thing. No problem. And I think even right away, he was like, I'll pay you back, man. No problem. Like, don't even worry about it. I'll pay you back. Just go. Let me know how much it is. You know, I go and it's $4, you know, it's three ninety nine, and it's no big deal. Like uh, what the hell is $4? Nothing, you know, but man, do I like. I got issues with money, I'll admit. I still make fun of my best friend of 25 years that 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 he still, to this day, owes me $150 that I'd lent him. <laughs> and I nag him still. For the, for the past 20 years, I've nagged him about this $150 that he owes me. And every year of my birthday, I'm like, you got that $150? Um, anyway, so... Ugh, sorry, I'm a bad storyteller. I need to shut up with the stories. I get the I get the battery. I bring it back. All is happy. He gets the guitar working. I saved the day. And it, dude, it was crazy though because I actually kind of hosed myself a little. I wasn't quite ready for the grand entrance because when I ran in with the battery, like literally one minute later, the grand entrance happened, and I wasn't quite ready. So I did make it fine because this is just a highlight that they wanted but if they wanted to order like a dock at it i would be screwed with the grand entrance at least because i i didn't roll right at right at the beginning of it no big deal but so the the big the dilemma it to me is as the night goes by he starts to get more cranky because you know he's a selfish 20 year old and he wants to you know, party or be, no, I'm just kidding. But I don't know. He, I think he just got stressed out because his guitar broke and it was like down to the last minute. And he, he literally performed for the first dance and stuff for, you know, so he must, and he's, and, and so, okay, that, that ends and the toasts go and it's the worst toasts I've ever seen. Even as far as feedback, microphone, not working, speaker cutting out, he had to run up and give him an extra mic, like a spare wireless mic, and and that mic had issues. It was feeding back, and it was, and it would cut out. I don't know what his problems were, and my my audio feed that I got from him was was toast, was train wrecked. I can't use any of it. It's sad because I'm using onboard camera mics for the toast. That's how bad it is. <laughs> I've never had to do that before, so. And he said later on it was like the worst wedding he's ever had technically. Like, so I felt bad for him. But anyway, you know, as the night goes by and he's having a bad night, I feel bad for him. But I'm also kind of thinking, you know, buddy, you owe me four bucks. I know you're having a rough night, but if you want to get technical, you do owe me four bucks. <laughs> so 
Anyway, the night goes by and he doesn't say anything about the four bucks. Like, you know, once toasts are done and, and dancing's happening and whatever, you know, that's a, that was, a, I don't know, a couple hours maybe. And he's not really talking about the money. And then uh, as a test, when I'm leaving, it's the end of the night. Dancing and DJ, all that's still happening, you know, but I'm leaving. I just go up to say bye to him. I wasn't going to say anything about the money. I was going to just go up and be like, hey, man, take care. And he said he, and he goes, oh, man, I owe you four bucks. So I'm thinking like, all right, cool. You know, give me my money. And uh, he goes, I'll cash up you. How about that? How does that sound? What's the name of your company or whatever? And I tell him, and he, he sees it on the Cash App or whatever. And he's like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll throw you four bucks, you know, on the Cash App." And I'm like, "Cool, man, take care." And I, you know, I feel good. But guess who hasn't paid four dollars on the Cash App <laughs> in two weeks? That's right, Captain Douchebag DJ, DJ Douchebag. So I don't know, man. It's all about. I mean, he, he's a young guy. I don't know how their business is but the photographer said she loves their, that company's business and she's worked with them before but I, I don't know to me four dollars is no different than four cents or forty dollars if I owe somebody I, I, I would I don't get that part of it it's like man just because I leave you know you're now free from paying me and he could have been distracted but I don't think that's a good enough excuse I don't care how distracted I would have been. I would have been like, holy shit, I owe a vendor money. Even if it's four stupid fucking dollars, you know? And it was pretty... So that's it. It's, no, it's not like a drama story, but it is a... Uh, I hope I took you on some fun detours there a little bit about how he owes me four bucks to this day. And if I ever see him again, I'm going to definitely just be like, hey, you owe me four bucks, buddy. <laughs> And anyway, it'll be funny, and I'm sure you'll pay, but that's story number one with DJs. My last one last week, I'll keep it short and sweet, because I, I know I carry on with the storytelling, and, I, and I'm horrible at it. That's the worst part. Um, yeah, so last week, dude, was just a general, I don't give a fuck DJ. I mean, he gave zero fucks about anything, <laughs> Dude, it was amazing to me. Like, I, I literally thought it was like drunk Uncle Joe at first. The way he was doing things, the way he was acting, every single thing about him was like, I could give a shit if I'm here. Like, I don't want to be here at all. And it was just really funny because I would, I went up to him. I'm like, hey, how's it going? I'm video guy and nice to meet you. And he's just like, hmm. And I'm like, so, uh, I was just wondering if you have an output that I, maybe I could patch into. And he goes, no, I don't have I don't have outputs. Nope. He's like, someone asked me a few weeks ago about outputs. I didn't, I don't have them. And they, I couldn't give it to him. And it's, it's so funny because literally the position I was in, I was like, I could look at his face, but my eyeballs could just adjust about an inch over and I can see his rack at the same time. And I look at it, I'm, and so literally when he's telling me, uh, I can't out, do output, I don't know, man. I, you, I, nope, I, a videographers a couple of weeks ago asked me, I don't I don't have that. And I'm looking at the back of his rack, and I see quarter-inch auxiliary send out. I see a, a main right XLR output. 
you know, I see the typical tape output RCAs. You know, I, I if his his wireless receiver I could just stole out of out of the back of that. And um, this is the part where I I'm more mad at myself because obviously, who cares about being assertive with the DJ, four dollar DJ? <laughs> Um, you know, it's not that big of a deal, but it's more funny than anything. But this guy, oh man, he fucking pissed me off so much. Cause I'm like, dude, I'm staring at, so it's, it's one of the two. It's, it's, it's either he's ignorant and he, and he really genuinely didn't think he had outputs. I'm just putting a 1% chance on that, but it's 99%. He's just being a dick and he didn't want me to plug into his system. So... I put a law of which I hate doing this. I don't know why people suggest doing this. You know, if, it, if you can take my advice on any of this podcast stuff, it's don't put a law in front of the speaker. It never works ever. And it always sounds like shit, like dog shit. You, you have to find some other means. Like you could put a, a shotgun mic on a light stand or something. I know it's more work and more gear, but just don't ever. I mean, it's just like, even if that's your last resort, there's other, solutions prior to that because because anyway it didn't so my problem actually wasn't the horrific sound that it did sound because it did sound like crap you know when i got home but his wireless mic cut out and not the kind that's like scratchy every now and then just like it was literally like uh, oh but oh you know like that kind of cut out so even though even if i had a sweet plug-in on his feed on his system it still wouldn't have been would you know if a wireless mic is cutting out and there, there's literally zero you could do about that unless obviously you have the efficient mic or something but these for toasts that's it you never i don't ever mic the toast the toast givers there's too many that's just that's just yeah that's overkill i mean I could see if people want to do that when they, you know, the type of companies that do $12,000 weddings, like, sure, like, but anyway, so it sucks because I was annoyed at him and it was just crazy though how much he didn't even care (laughs) and I saw the bride even get mad, like frustrated with him because he was just standing, sitting there on on his chair just like playing songs and he'd be like, okay, we're going to do this now. And then that would be it. <laughs> and he, even during the dancing and the music and all this stuff, he's sitting down, just like laying back in his chair. Just, oh yeah. Anyway, it was it was crazy. Yeah. After six years, that he it was the worst DJ I've ever seen. Um, you know, as far as just not being a jerk, essentially, but just the I hate my life. I want to. I you know. <laughs> It was almost comedic, sometimes like afterwards. But at the time, dude, I was so annoyed by him all day because he screwed up every ounce of my audio the whole day. So, little DJ stories for you there. I wrote some other stuff here, but uh, I'm not. I'll talk about them in another episode. One thing I do want to mention real quick, though, is like just minimalism, and I know that this is getting into the advice crap which i hate but i'm just saying please like check out um adam wing he's a cool he's just a regular like youtuber guy that does videos on youtube you know whatever but he's got 
ideas that he's, I think, been influenced by Philip White, the filmmaker that really gets into just literally be having one camera and one lens 99% of his day at a wedding. And he makes awesome weddings. So um, it's cool because it's gotten me to, to minimize my gear. I'm always trying to be efficient in that regard too. But, I mean, this dude is like two cameras one backpack and one monopod in his hand and that's it like crazy minimal and it works his videos are amazing i i i tested it on my last video and it looks awesome i had one wide shot in the back for the ceremony because it was inside this really cool cabin retreat type joint that had lights all over the ceiling and anyway I put like this wide shot, but no, I've sold my third camera and I replaced it with one DJI Osmo Pocket and it's like a gimbal, but it's also just an easy, easy wide shot just for the people that get dock edits too, you know, like I, I gotta have a third cam. I don't have to, but I, it's nice to just throw that up because I just have that on a light stand on this little tiny adapter that I bought on eBay for three bucks and it's just a wide shot so other than that and i sometimes use the gimbal for like portraits you know couples portrait stuff um so if you want to check it out you can't i love it it sounds good or <laughs> sounds good it look you can tell i'm getting tired um it looks good so other than that camera i'm just sticking to my two sony's and that's it all day and i'm on one camera 95 percent of the day and I got rid of my gimbal, my Zion Crane gimbal. Um, I got rid of my slider a couple years ago. I got rid of a tripod. So I used to bring three tripods with me. Ugh. And now I have two. And that second one is only begrudgingly staying there because of my back. I got, I have epilepsy. And I've, I have, I've had seizures my whole life. Anyway, I broke my back on, on one seizure really bad, like 10 years ago, and my back hurts. I mean, I still I could still run around and do stuff, but my back hurts a lot at the end of a day at the wedding, and I, I can't even hold a monopod for like 10, 10, 15, 20 minutes for toasts or ceremony. So ugh, I bring this one tripod, which is my second, just to save my back for the toasts. And it's fine anyway, because I'd be kind of, I'd be kind of fidgety anyway, standing on a monopod on a toast giver, you know. After time, I'd probably start to, you know, <laughs> get shaky. You know, the footage would get shaky because I'm getting antsy or whatever. Anyway, so just uh, check him out if you can. Adam Wing, he's got an awesome show, or, or you know, whatever YouTube channel thing, and he talks about different stuff he does but i wish he'd actually talk about minimalism more he he just talks about things but but i, I think it'd be cool if he put did more um anyway i guess i'm done that's it hope you enjoyed my dj woes stories um and my ramblings i'm super stoned so that's probably why it's kind of weird uh talking and i look I'm tired. Late at night, stone doesn't work the best for a podcast. <laughs> it's midnight. 
yeah so anyway who cares um well thanks for listening uh if you want to email me for the fun of it um second look podcast at gmail.com and you know it'd be really cool is to get even though i could care less about the future of this podcast it really 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 would be cool if someone would rate me five stars on itunes and just have one review and that's it if, if you get on there to be cool and do that for me I appreciate it, but if you see one review already there, don't do another one. <laughs> I only want one. That's it. Just a five-star good one, and that's it. Just one. I don't know. I don't know why that's funny to me, but probably because I'm stoned and it's midnight. <laughs> but no, I'm just saying. It would be cool to just get one uh, iTunes rating or review, whatever it is. You know, I forget how that. You know, you do that, but. Whatever. That's my only plea I will ever do. Is just you know, someone give me a re- one review and then I'll I'll shut up forever. I won't do sale to you like that because I know that's obnoxious. So thanks again, and I hope you guys are doing good. And if you are shooters, which I assume you are, hang in there because it's August first or something, and we're in the middle of it. We're in the thick of it. So stay stay healthy, stay safe. Stay hydrated. Use suntan lotion if you're in hot places. I learned a hard lesson of that a few weeks ago. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, take care, and thanks for listening. If you lasted this long, then I really appreciate it. Alrighty.